have to start working towards it. Find out how you can raise, raise funds and this thing. Pray about it and that is the action. That's the action. That's what you need to do. Some people believe God for some things and the moment they believe God for it, they just close their hands or they fold their hands and they say, well, they said we should have faith. But it doesn't just end there. It has to, you know, be backed up with action. And sir, if you check all through the scriptures where people had faith that moved mountains, everything they did, the moment they had that faith, they took an action. Um, Moses, Moses was before the Red Sea. The Red Sea was an insurmountable mountain. It was so big, so great. Moses was scared to his bones. In fact, the children of Israel were ready to stone him to death and, you know, surrender to the Egyptians that were behind them. But the Bible says that Moses sought the face of God. So he, 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 he allowed the fear to move him to act on faith. And as he was moved by that, you know, some people, fear moved them to run away. Fear moved them to, you know, do certain things, illegal things. Fear moved them to panic. Fear moved them to do so many things. But fear moved Moses to God. Yes, sir. Absolutely. The same thing, too, with David. David was afraid when the, the people, when they came back in 1 Samuel chapter 30, from verse 1, David returned with his men and they, they, they have been, they have the families and everywhere, their camp was raided. Yeah. Nothing was there. David was afraid because the, his men were already planning, okay, I think this is our man, our master, this our guy, he's no longer with God again, we have to kill him. He was afraid, but his fear moved him to seeking God. So in that part, in those areas, you, you, the first thing you do is to seek God in prayer. And David sought God, went and asked God, should I pursue, should I, will I, and God told him yes. The same thing too with Moses. Moses, Moses was told, okay, go ahead, move forward, take an action. You've already started the, the chain reaction. You've already asked me, you've sought my face. Okay, move forward. You are moving forward, you are moving forward to an impossible situation, but move forward, take a step, move, don't sit down, don't sit down, don't be in one place, don't be in one place, move forward. And that's one issue people have, that issue of action, Action. that issue of action is a major challenge, is a major challenge, and that's why, you know, some of them can't really... Faith um, it doesn't. It looks like it's, it's calm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it now becomes it now becomes an issue. It's now it's now as if it's um, okay. Like when a man of God makes a prophecy, gives a prophecy, and say, okay, hey, this man, God is going to make you great. You are going to be very great in the next five years. God will expand you, and God will bless you. And the young man says, Amen, Amen, Amen. Oh, glory to God. And the young man goes back, probably he was working in, in an office, he retires from, maybe he resigns rather, he stays in his house, he's no longer, he's not even making any effort, he's just sitting down and he's eating, and the little one he has, he has finished it first year, you know, and now he's developing beards, and people will come around, like, I was there when that pastor prophesied, or when that man of God prophesied about this man that in five years, but see, first year is already looking wretched and looking poor, 
And people will now be like, ah, God did not, as if God is not speaking through that man of God. God actually spoke, but he did not take a step. He did not take a step. So the point of action is very, 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 very essential. Very, very important when you talk about faith. Then the final thing I'll say about faith and why it doesn't work um, is that some people, when they have faith, the faith is not sufficient enough. Permit me to use that word. I would take this from when Jesus was um, speaking to a particular man that had an issue. He yes, asked the man, um, do you believe? And the man said, I believe, sir. Help my own belief. I believe. Help my own belief. So meaning that some people have faith, but they don't have faith. <laughs> Some people have faith, but yet uh-huh, the measure of faith for this particular, they don't have. And you know, this particular point spreads across so many other areas. Like someone can believe God for Biro, but would find it difficult to believe God for book. Someone can believe God for healing from headache will find it difficult to believe God for financial provision. Some people just believe, ah, no, this one, that one, um, this is where my faith level is, this is where my faith level is, and you know, this is what it can take. The disciples had issues with faith at one particular point in time. They, 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 they did not really, they did not believe, and so what Jesus did, they could not do. Because of their faith level, because of their faith level, because of their faith level. Um, the servant of, I think, Elisha or Elijah, one of them, when they, there was an issue and this, he sent his servants to pray for the, I think, the child that was sick, the servant went and could not do, and he went back to tell his master, and master said, okay, um, I'll come, I'm coming, or rather I'll go and do it myself. And that shows that this stuff, faith, has measures. And these people have not actually reached the measure of faith. So it's, it's very, very essential, very, very important that when, 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 some, when, when we ask God for something and when we hold on to God about that thing, we fully believe God that this thing that I'm trusting God for, God will do it. As I said earlier, it might be today, it might be tomorrow, but your faith is now. Your faith shouldn't be tomorrow or later. Your faith is now. For God to do it, he's going to do it. You've prayed about it, he has answered you. It's like calling someone's name. If you call my name, Ebuka, I will answer you. Yes, sir. No matter where you are, I will answer you. You now say, okay. Can you get me a plate? Can you get me that? Now, the time it will take me to go there, get it and bring to you, and your ability to wait, because some persons will be like, okay, go get me this stuff, and they are not seeing me. They lose hope. They, they are already out. And so that is one, this is one particular area. You know, let's, let's go deeply into um, this aspect where the Bible says, if your faith is as little as a grain mm. of mustard seed. Matthew 17, 20. Mm. says, 
if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed. <laughs> and be cast into the sea. And it shall be unto you, you know, according to your faith. Yeah. Alright. So um you, you you can you can you just help us read Matthew 17 20. 20. Okay, Matthew 17, verse 20. It says that and Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Be impossible unto you. So, man of God, <clears throat> I want to. I, I actually want to bring something to mm. us. You know, there is something about every believer has faith. Yes. Every believer has been given a gift of faith, right? And then. There is the gift of faith and there is a measure of faith. Mm. <clears throat> Alright. So it's one thing for us to receive faith. Of course, when you give a life to Christ, you have you received faith. Yes. When you, when you yes. give the Bible says uh, everyone who believes you has given them the power yeah. to become sons of God. So God gave us the gift of faith. Faith, yes. The Bible says um, um, grace and truth came through Jesus. So um, um, grace and truth came through Jesus. You didn't do anything for it. It came. came. Yeah. It came. It came to you. Alright. So this is the kind of faith where we have received. It's the faith that is given to us as a gift. It's the faith that comes to us at redemption. Mm. The moment to believe. Alright. Yes. Uh, to as many as believe he has given them power. power. So that's, that's the gift of faith. But there is something called the measure of faith. Mm. But I want to I want to talk on I believe that this scripture, this scripture that talked about a faith as little as a mustard seed was major, major, majoring on the gift of it. Okay. And not the measure, measure of it. Because the, the measure, what you just talked about now, you, made, you talked about specifically about the measure, measure of it. How, how people need to be able to grow their faith to a level to command certain results. Yes, yes. But there is something else that people can also do. <laughs> okay. do you, you know that there are some miracles in scriptures where Jesus healed a couple of persons and then they said he they said to him said help my unbelief mm. forgive me because i do not believe For, lord help my unbelief and they still got their miracles yes so that the miracle did not happen to them according to the measure of faith Mm-mm. it happened to them according to the gifts of faith of faith so this faith as little as the mustard seed we're talking about the faith that is so minute we're talking about the faith that is oftentimes not as heavy as strong and as powerful as we imagined it would mm. right we're just talking about a faith that is hinged on a bigger faith. In other words, a faith hinged on God. Yes. A faith hinged on the love of God, on the grace of God, on the mercy of God. That's mm. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and this is called, I, I like to tag it like, I, I like to call it prophetic faith. I like to call it a faith based on what God has said concerning you and not based on what you want. Okay. All right. So if you if you if you're looking for oftentimes you're looking for um, um, miracles or signs and wonders things that you want you want oftentimes there are things that are prizes you have to pay for it that things you have struggles you have to go oh, to for yes, it but yes, there's a yes, kind yes, of yes. faith you connect to just believing God for what He wants for you yeah. believing God for what He wants you to get or believing in in the ability of God, you're not trying to help yourself this time around. You just believe in the ability of God, believe in the promises of God, or connect to the plan of God. Mm-hmm. 
and this is the kind of faith that the only thing it takes is for you to be as little as a mustard seed. It doesn't have to be big Mm-mm. to command any mountain to be. It just has to be so little. It just has to be like the kind of faith that it, you are in the midst of the storm, but you just know Jesus is here. You can't sing. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. It's just the kind of faith that is hinged on the ability of God, number one, the plan of God, number one, and number yes, two, the, 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 the faithfulness of God over time. And not the kind of faith that you have to overwork uh, yourself. Maybe you have to start listening to what God and all that. Mm. that. There are things that you can't get through except with that kind of faith. Because the Bible says something about Jesus. The Bible says, uh, the, you don't expect the bridegroom to fast. No, when no. The, bride, when we, uh, the, the groom, groom is still around. The but there will be a time when the groom will be taken. Yes. And then the bride. Will so there are, there are seasons in your life when you will need this. The measure of faith, of course, the, the measure of faith is giving to us. To enable us walk out our salvation with fear and trembling. I'm, mm. I, I don't want to go ahead of myself, but I'm, 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to emphasize on something. Yeah. The measure of faith helps us to live like God. Yes. Yeah. The gift of faith helps us to cash into miracles. The measure of faith helps us to live. So when the gift of faith gives you results, the measure of faith helps you sustain the results. Hmm. Oh wow! This yes. is this is huge. So yes, so yes. so you know, basically, this service was designed for people to get results, for people to see things happen. Mm. But if you want to grow in your knowledge of, if you want to grow in your work with God, if you want to grow in your trust for God, if you want to grow in your work with God, you will have to build your faith. And there are tools for building faith. The Word of God is one of them. Yes. Speaking in tongues. The Bible yes. Says, building up your yes. Faith. Yes. 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 Through. Uh, prayers uh, through tongues, through prayers that cannot it's a build up your most holy faith, speaking in the Holy Ghost, praying in the spirit. So mm-hmm. th- these are things that build your faith. And this is the faith, this measure of faith is what helps for us to live the life okay. that pleases God, that uh, makes for sustainable results. Mm. But the gift of faith. It's just, it's just all you need to do is just to believe in the ability of God. All you need to do is just to cash in on the providence, on the providence of God, on the graciousness of God, on the love of God, on the faith, on the, the goodness of God. That's all you need to do. Mm. In fact, sometimes people who do not know God get miracles. That, that, I, I, was, I was about saying that, yes, that even unbelievers, you know, yeah. so an unbeliever can just step into the church yeah. and he has not heard yes. one thing about the world, yes. yes. but the moment he hears, believe that this miracle is yours. He believes and he gets healed. Someone that has never, never. heard about Absolutely. anything about the word of Absolutely. God, about Jesus, but comes for the very first time and where maybe in a crusade or wherever, hears about this God healing. All you need to do is believe and he just said, ah, yeah. wherever you are, wherever you are, I believe you. Absolutely. Immediately the miracle happens. So I, I concur. I agree with yeah. what you're saying that this gift of faith is what's Yes, the gift of faith. Mm. So, so man of God, I just wanted to give us a couple of examples of difficult situations, permanent situations that we are casting on through the gifts of faith. Mm. You know, you know, from scriptures and all of those things, and then we can even talk about life testimonies. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Um, there are some um, areas I, I had already mentioned some particular um, people that had issues like mm. that. Um, one of the the one I focused very well on because I brought out or rather there were some points I saw in his life 
um, is um, this man called Jehoshaphat. Um, I, 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 I think it, it would boil down to that, you know, the gift of faith and all. Because Jehoshaphat um, was the king at that point. So let's see that in Second Chronicles chapter 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20 from verse 1. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 1. This is so, as in, this story, I, one thing, oh, that's why I love the word of God, because the moment you think you've understood or you've gotten a particular thing about it, the, you open it again and you see new light to it. It came to pass, verse 1, after this also, that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them, all that beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Three nations were against this man. What did he do? Oh. Very serious. Then they came and some told Joseph had saying, There cometh great multitude against thee from beyond the sea and on the side of Syria. Behold, okay, this was when someone was telling him, Okay, there are so many people coming against you. And Joseph had stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem and the house of the Lord before a new court and said, O Lord God of Israel, okay, this was when he prayed and, you know, and he acted on something there was something he acted on he prayed but he did not know what the result yes. would be but look at what happened later on um verse 15 okay verse 14 and upon jehaziel the son of zechariah the son of beniah the son of jehaziel the son of meta a levite of the son of asaph came the spirit of the lord in the midst of the congregation and he said how can ye all judea and ye, when you're saying when you said that your ability to um, rather, believing in the ability of God. Yes, sir. Believing in the ability of God in his faithfulness over time. Yes. Um, believing that he is God, that he's the, the, the faith that is greater than yours. So, Jehoshaphat did not know what to do. It was an impossible situation. It was an impossible situation. These people were ready to destroy the whole of Israel. And at that point in time, Israel had no allies. Yes, That's a nation that came out from Egypt and a nation that has been fighting and fighting and fighting. Wherever they go to, they were ready to fight. If they were passing through your kingdom, if God said, okay, these people you are going to destroy, they destroy. Yes, yes. So they had no ally. Yes. They were just on their own. But nations saw them and like, ah, if we let these people go, if we let them do what they need to do, they are going to come back and so on. Three nations, it's like Nigeria now. You have three major nations coming against us, South Africa, Ghana, and um, probably um, one of the, Kenya. <laughs> three of these countries in Africa coming against Nigeria. And they've sent message to Buhari and say, Buhari, today we are going to deal with you. We are going to end you. And you know that's the kind of situation Jehoshaphat found himself. He had no ally. Um, there was nobody around. He could not run to the United Nations. He could not run to USA. He could not run to one Arab country. There was no ally. He had nobody to run to. And these were three nations against him. So he just knew that if God does not help, yes. they are already dead. They were destroyed, totally destroyed. So, and as the story went on, the, the, the word of the Lord came to him. And, hey, don't worry. I'm going to take care of this. Yeah. And just believe me, this oh, battle is my own. And Jehoshaphat hinged on the word. On the word. He just said, God, since you've said it, that is how it should be. Or that is how it is. And even in his prayer, Jehoshaphat 
stood on the faithfulness of God over time. over time. It was not like, God, see, remember you did this one. You did that one. Mm. That one is what, you did that one before. Oh, you, you did this, you did that. And this brings us to that point where if someone has this, if, if you are operating on the gift of faith, then you should be able to recognize what God has done before. Hallelujah. You should be able to acknowledge and say, ah, your faithfulness over time is sure. You've done this, you've done, oh God, we know you are going to do this one. And, you know, as the, um, this thing, the story will continue, Jehoshaphat now... You know, after everything, Josephat was just ready. Okay, no problem. This is what we are going to do. And um, Josephat bowed his head. That was that's verse eighteen, verse nineteen, verse twenty. Verse is very popular. There is Second um, Chronicles twenty. And they rose up the early early in the morning, went forth into the wilderness. And Josephat stood and said, "Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Yes, Believe in His prophets. So shall ye prosper. So your prosperity." <laughs> Mm. is hinged on believing the prophets. Now, establishment is hinged on believing God. Believing God. A faith that is higher than yours. God. That is it. So, And that is what they did. And, you know, but there's something I discovered in this scripture, as you know, if you continue to read down to verse 28. Um, the Bible says that he went and he spoke to the people because God did not tell them they should sing. God did not tell them sing. God just told them, stand and see. Let, let's go to that place where the, um, the just stand, stand and see. Stand and see. Stand and see. That is all you need to do, stand and see. But look at what Jehoshaphat did. Jehoshaphat asked the people. He consulted with the people in verse 21. And after consulting with them, that means he had time and like, oh, some of you, probably with the elders, people that have seen the wonders of God before. Like, sir, you guys have been around. What do you think we should do? I know God has said we should stand. Obviously, we will stand. And you know, after much conversation, they decided that they were going to sing. And they were going to blow trumpets. Now, this is a symbolic stuff. It's a symbol. They appointed singers, praises, beauty of his holiness. And they went out before the army to say the praises of the Lord for his mercy and glory forever. Now, anytime you have you are victorious in a battle those days, what shows that you are victorious is your, the sound of music, music, the blowing of trumpets and everything. That ah. is a sign of victory. victory. Mm. That you have won the battle. Do you know what this man was doing? He was already claiming victory, victory before he had stood. Claimed the victory. But he had already claimed the victory. Thank you, Lord. And Jehoshaphat told them, hey, this is we are jubilating, we are celebrating, we are praising God, we are thanking God. Yes, God has said we should stand before, but we are already saying God has given us victory even before we are even even before we face the mountain. And that is how to take down mountains. That is the symbolic work of what Jehoshaphat did. And they were there singing, praising God. The army of Israel just stood and God gave them the victory. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. So, man of God, this is so profound what you shared with us. And, and you know, it's just the same thing with um, this guy who was by the pool of Bethesda for mm. over 39 years. And yes, this, this was Jesus coming to him. Jesus coming to him. Um, I think Jesus was about 31 or so, 30. Yes. About, and came to him and spoke to him and said to him, um, would that be made, made whole? And he said, I, I have no one. Mm-hmm. I have no one. You know, it is very easy 
to conclude on your circumstances at the face of a mountain. It is so easy yes. to be blindfolded to possibilities when you are faced with a mountain. That's one thing mountains do. Does. Mm. It blocks visions. It blocks possibilities. It blocks hope. It blocks your ability to trust God for the best. Yes, sir. And so he said, I have no one. And then Jesus said to him, "Without him, uh, Jesus said to him, take off your bed and walk. And then he, <laughs> Jesus knew he had been healed. Jesus only gave an instruction. So one thing to do at the face of mountain is to, is to rejoice or re- claim the victory before you get it. Yes, Take sir. the victory before you get it. Rejoice at the face of your battles and rejoice like you've got the victory before you get it. And the, the second thing I want to say, say is listen for instructions. Mm. Listen for instructions. Listen to it for instructions. So this guy got an instruction to stand up and walk. Yes. And Allah, and in fact, the way Jesus spoke is like it's more like how God will speak in our time. Mm. God doesn't tell you when God speaks to me. When I hear God speak to me, He doesn't tell me. He doesn't second guess. He doesn't. He doesn't predict. He He talks. Is He talks like He's commanding. He talks like it has been done. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? When, yes, when I hear God speak to me, he doesn't say, "Oh, and, and in so so and so time this will happen." He said, "This is this is this has happened." Mm. When God says, "I'll make you um, wealthy," uh, or when God is trying to tell me I'll make you wealthy, you're wealthy. Yes. You're there already. So mm-hmm. that's that's how God talks. God doesn't so when when God gives you an instruction, take listen for instructions. In fact, look for instructions. Yes. At the face of circumstances. Yes. Don't go uh hovering around the mountain and going around in circles and complaining mm. and thinking of the mountain and talking about the mountain. Yes, no. yes. People do that a lot. They talk yes, about their mountain. Talk about their mountain. So listen for instructions. Yes, sir. How to take their mountains. And then when the man obeyed the voice of God and began to walk the miracle came then the last thing I'd like to say is um, if you want to take down the mountain of course your faith is in God but you you need to also begin to confess the victory I'm still drawing this for from that uh, scripture you just read about the fact that they had claimed the victory even before um, the battle was fought so Mm -hmm. they were they didn't just claim the victory by gesture, Mm-mm. they claimed it by yep. by verbal words. Yes, sir. They began to sing words of praise. They began to say things that, that that confirmed and affirmed their victory. They were not. They were not. They were not f- saying in their minds, "Oh, God has given us victory." victory. Oh, I think yes. I feel. Oh, no, no, no. no, they, no, were no they were already rejoicing. They were already speaking verbal. it out. Yes, sir. Oftentimes, when you're going through situations, of course, like the woman with the pool of blood, people had known her for that case. And when it is hard for you to know yourself for something different, when people know you for something, for, for something particular. Yes, you yes, know, yes. When yes, people yes. know you as a thief, it's very difficult for you to see yourself as a pastor. No, no. But, you know, when you're going through such situations of strongholds and mountains, begin to speak what what is in obvious. Begin to speak what people don't, you know, say things. You know that um, are in obvious. Say things that you know that you want to see. Say things that God only God is saying. Mm-hmm. So when people say there's a pandemic, people are going, everybody's suffering, and that's what you keep saying, and you keep saying it. You are, that's exactly what you're going to see because God has given us a tool of creation. The whole world was created by the words of the mouth. Yes, Even sir. The mountain, the physical mountain that the Bible says will be moved <laughs> if you have faith. Was created. was created by the word. So yes, sir. if you're going to move a mountain, you're going to move it by words. Yes, sir. If the world was created by words, if you're going to change the world, you're mm. going to do it by words. Yes, sir. So 
the word of man, the Bible says here um, in, in the book of Proverbs chapter 20, I think to Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 20, 19, 20 says, I've given you the power of life and death in the tongue. The Bible says, a man's belly shall be satisfied by the words of his mouth. So everything that you see was mm. what you said. And mm. everything you don't you do you are not seeing is what because, you are not saying. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise so God. I, I, I just hope this message blesses us mm. and we act on it and every mountain is gonna be moved. And let's just speak speak in tongues for a while. Just, oh, just stretch our feet for a while.